Hey everyone, welcome back to the Photog Experience Storyteller Podcast. This podcast is here to give you practical advice through photography and videography to help tell your story. This is episode two, and we are going to kick off our Photo 101 series, a small series of episodes to teach you the basics of photography and videography. If you haven't yet, I recommend to check out episode one so you can have more of an understanding on what this podcast is all about. On today's episode, it is all about exposure. We will go over what exactly exposure is and how to get there on many different platforms. Also, if you all could, please leave a review of this podcast. That would be greatly appreciated. That's one of the ways the different streaming services determine if they will share your content with others. And I want this podcast to reach as far as it can. I'm extremely excited that I've decided to do this. I'm still not 100% on all the details. I'm not 100% on how often I'm going to post. I think bi-weekly. And I don't know what I'm going to post once this Photo 101 series is done. Or what I'm going to fully talk about when I have guests on the show. But I feel it will all work out how it's supposed to. And we are going to have an amazing time. Also, today's episode is another solo episode, but I do have several guests on the docket, and it'll be so much fun talking to them and introducing them to the podcast. I'm picking guests on the topic I feel will fit in their wheelhouse, so the conversation is going to be amazing, and I cannot wait. Now, time for the humor. A listener did give a joke. It's not a photo or video joke, but I think it's still worth a mention. So I'll go ahead and give that joke, and I'll give a photo joke. So their joke. Make sure you take an extra pair of socks with you when you're golfing, in case you get a hole-in-one. <laughs> I mean, dad jokes are just the best. I mean, I, I, I can't put it any other way. All right, now on to my joke. Why would a farmer make a good photographer? Because they know how to handle the crop. <laughs> Uh, you know, crop, crop, the image, you know, crop as in produce, you know, <laughs> just, you'll get, just think about it. So please let me know if you have any jokes um, and they may make the podcast. Dad jokes are always appreciated with me. For this episode's equipment spotlight, I'm going to go over the Canon Rebel T8i. This is not a camera I personally own, but I feel it is an amazing tool to help you with telling your story through photography and videography. Like I said, I currently do not own this camera, but I do own the Canon Rebel T5i, and I had the OG Canon Rebel XTi. Anyone that's been in the photo game for some time now, you know that camera. Also, I am not affiliated with Canon whatsoever, but I would love to. I strictly use, in the photo sense, Canon products, hands down. Um, with personal and professional, Canon is my go-to company slash product to use. So if anyone from Canon is listening to this podcast, hit me up for some reviews of your product for this podcast and my YouTube channel. So on to the camera, the Canon Rebel T8i. It's a little bit of a tongue twister, but I digress. This is what they call a consumer camera or a entry-level camera. It is a perfect camera for beginners in photography and videography if you're wanting to step into the DSLR world. DSLR is a digital single lens reflex, which is basically just a type of camera. 
That and mirrorless cameras are by far the most popular out there right now. So with the DSLR, when the light comes through the lens and you're looking through your viewfinder, you're actually seeing a reflection of that light on a mirror. And whenever you hit the button to take an image, the mirror actually flaps out of the way and the light goes straight to the sensor and that's how you get an image. When you hear the term mirrorless, basically it happens kind of the same way, but there's just no mirror in there. And the image that you see through the viewfinder or on the back panel is actually a digital representation of that photo that you're seeing in the camera. And once you click the button, the light goes straight to the sensor and bam, you have an image. So enough about DSLRs. We're going to jump into this camera. We'll go over all the details of a DSLR, mirrorless, all the different kind of cameras in a later episode. The Rebel T8i has 24.1 megapixels. A megapixel is just a unit of measurement for visual information, often referred to as pixels. A megapixel literally just means 1 million pixels. It can shoot in 4K resolution at 24 frames per second. It can also shoot 120 frames per second for beautiful slow motion video in 1080p. It also has Canon's amazing dual pixel autofocus, built-in Wi-Fi and Bluetooth. It supports vertical shooting, which is huge right now with YouTube shorts and TikToks and Instagram reels. Like that, that's what's hot right now. It also has crazy in-body stabilization in video mode, a mechanical shutter that goes to from one and four thousandths of a second all the way to a long exposure at 30 seconds. Its ISO range is 100 all the way to 25,600 and a crazy amount of focus points, 45 to be exact. This camera has all the major modes like manual, aperture and shutter speed priority, even full auto mode. The back panel swivels out, which is perfect for vlogging, and it has full control over its ISO, shutter speed, aperture, the works. You can even use this camera as a webcam, which is perfect for streaming online, on YouTube, and Twitch. With the versatility of this camera, for the price, you just can't beat it. I'll be leaving a link of this camera down in the show notes. Yes, it will be an affiliate link, so all purchases made will definitely help out me and the channel and the podcast at no additional cost to you. Speaking of show notes, all of my social media will be there as well, and some other links to products that I'm using to help produce this content. So that is the Canon Rebel T8i. I highly recommend if you're looking into upgrading your camera, but you don't want to spend a lot of money, and you're just kind of learning all the fundamentals of photography, I highly recommend going with something like the Canon Rebel T8i. You will learn the basics. You will learn the foundation of what you need to do to be able to produce amazing imageries. And what I've said before through my YouTube channel and just in my personal life, the best camera is the one you have with you. You don't have to spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on a camera or camera equipment to be the best photographer. You just need to have a camera in your hand and the knowledge of what makes a good photo And the amazing thing is, you're telling a story. You are telling your story. And I love that. So now on to exposure. The reason you're here listening to this podcast for this long. What is exposure? 
Exposure is one of the main points and fundamental terms of photography. You hear a photographer say, you nailed that exposure, or that's overexposed. Hey, that's underexposed. But what is it? Well, the very basics of exposure is the amount of light that hits the sensor of your camera. When you take an image, all you're doing is allowing light to pass through the lens to the sensor of your camera. By doing so, the sensor reads the light as digital information, and you have an image in the digital world. Film cameras work kind of the same way. You're just allowing the light to hit unexposed film instead of a sensor. When you have too much light in a photo, it is normally washed out, it's extremely bright, and the highlights just don't look natural. That's overexposed. When you're underexposed, the photo is very dark and sometimes hard to make out what you're even looking at. To get the quote-unquote right exposure, you either have to let your camera figure it out for you through an automatic setting, or you have to take full control over your ISO, shutter speed, and aperture. The trifecta of exposure. I won't go into the nitty-gritty of those just yet. That's all for future episodes, but I will go over the basics of them. ISO is how sensitive to light your sensor is. The lower the number, the less sensitive, but yet the clearer the image is. The higher the number means the camera is more sensitive to light, but the quality of image isn't great. A higher ISO, which usually means the photo has a lot of grain, or it looks somewhat blurry. Shutter speed is just how fast or how long the sensor is open to light. The quicker the shutter speed, say 1 500th of a second, means it's extremely fast. It can even go faster, which means you can even stop motion. The slower the shutter speed, say 2 seconds, the longer the sensor has light hitting it, means any sort of movement will be blurry. Even if you accidentally move the camera, your photo is going to be blurry. Aperture is how big the light hole sounds very weird, but that's kind of what it is, how big the light hole is. This is where it gets kind of weird and complicated. The bigger the hole, so more light gets in, the smaller the number. And it's also measured in what they call an f-stop, like f2.8. When you're there at a wider aperture, it comes at its own benefits and downfalls. You have a shallower depth of field, which means the focus you can catch will cause more things to be out of focus than in focus. Let's say you're taking a portrait with someone and you're using the aperture f2.8. Your subject will be in focus, but everything behind and in front of them will be out of focus. So the larger the number, smaller the quote-unquote hole, the less light gets in, but more can be in focus. So through those three, changing them in unison, is how to get the exposure just right in manual mode. Automatic modes, camera does this for you, but it's not always what you need or what you want to happen. Exposure is important in all forms of camera, like DSLR, mobile, digital point and shoot cameras, basically any camera that you can shoot with. Let's say mobile photography. I am an iPhone user, so that's what I can speak on. You can control very little of the aspect of exposure in the native app. You can change some, but the iPhone has amazing computational photography, and it usually does the exposure very well for you. You can even shoot in HDR, which means high dynamic range, and it does all of that for you without even blinking an eye. You can always download a third-party app to give you full manual control over the trifecta of exposure, but it's usually pretty easy just to 
get what you want slash need in the native app. With most other cameras, you have full manual mode, which gives you control over everything, aperture priority, where you have control over the aperture and the camera figures out the shutter speed, and you have shutter speed priority, where you have control of the shutter speed and the camera controls the aperture. And then you have full automatic, where the camera controls literally everything. If you're just learning or getting started with photography, automatic mode is your friend. But I highly recommend experimenting with the different camera modes. The more you know about the camera that you are using and how to get the exposure you want, it's like magic. Because sometimes you don't want a perfect exposure. Sometimes you want to kind of underexpose a little bit because a good exposure just seems too bright or the highlights don't work. Or the shadows are a little dark and so you may want to overexpose slightly to get the shot that you want. That is the great thing of photography. It's an art form. You can have full control however you want on how things look in the photo and set the mood of your photo all by the exposure that you take. The more underexposed a photo is, the more eerie and creepy it kind of looks. The more overexposed, the lighter and happier it looks. It's all up to you. Now this translates to videography as well. Yes, there are automatic modes, but you can also have full control over your video and how it looks. Like adjusting everything like a photo, you can get the right exposure for video. Also, frame rates come into play and how to get cinematic footage and all of that. And more information will come down the road later for that. Just be on the lookout. Getting a correct exposure is figuring out what you want your image to say. Let's say you're wanting the most focus possible like in landscape photography. With that, you would want a smaller aperture around f22. When you're there, you're gonna need a lot of other aspects to help get the exposure right or how to compensate the others to get the exposure right. So that means depending on how bright the day is, you may need to shoot at a longer shutter speed with a higher ISO. That's where a tripod comes in as well. So you can set up your camera and just let it do its thing and let the magic happen. You don't have to worry about any sort of movement on your end. You just click the shutter and bam, you can leave it going for 10, 15 seconds and not have any motion blur. The three parts work in harmony. It takes a harmony of sorts to get the image you're wanting. By learning this, you're able to master your camera and learn how to tell your story through photography and videography. Thank you all for making it this far. I really do appreciate all for the listeners. It was a lot of fun talking about exposure. One of the main points and fundamental terms of photography. To master exposure, you're going to be able to tell your story exactly how you want to. Next week's episode, we're going to go over aperture, every aspect of aperture to help you master one of the parts of exposure. If you got some benefit and useful knowledge from this podcast, please leave a review. Let me know and the powers it be that you enjoyed it. Again, my name is Jonathan Bailey with the Photog Experience Storyteller Podcast. Keep creating. Hey.